Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. It's your boy, Garrett. Joined with John and joined with guest Alex. Filling in for Mark because Mark is out this week because Mark had, what would we call him? Wife obligations? Family obligations? Sure. Personal uh, obligations? Better things to do. Oh, that's actually way better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you get a sort of guest episode with us today. We're not really doing a cold intro because, let's be honest, um, Mark is the glue that holds us all together, and he's not here. So, you know, parents away, the podcast is going to play. Yeah, I don't know. It took know. us 40 minutes to figure out how to record. So oh. without Mark. Uh, we were just hitting this thing with <laughs> sticks. I see some lights blinking, so I'm hoping we're doing this right. The files are in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, we're going to skip a cold intro because honestly, we didn't think of one to do. So Mark, come back, please. Um, so let's just go around the room and uh, see what's up, see what you guys have been up to. Uh, actually, let's start with our guest. Alex, how mm-hmm. you been? Uh, hey, doing good. Thanks for having me back. John, flash round. What's you up to? Uh, nothing. I've been watching Sweet. what we do in the shadows <laughs> and a show called Dark Place. Have you seen Dark Place? Uh, Garth, Garth Maringi's. Maringi Dark- yes. yes. Yeah, and it's got a bunch of like people that you know from other like great British horror and, and even some American stuff now. Yeah. Now that uh, Matt Berry and them have kind of made the transition. Yeah, Garth Maringi's Dark Place is fantastic. Two thumbs up. It's only six episodes. It's on Amazon Prime or Hulu it's or somewhere It's on HBO free. Max. HBO, HBO Max. Max. Because they bought all the um, Adult Swim stuff, and it was like they they bought the rights oh, to that for that, a while. I, when I was watching this, I was like, "This looks like some Adult Swim bullshit." So it is. It did yeah. come on Adult Swim. All right. I may have mentioned it before, but there is a show uh, on HBO Max. Also, <clears throat> if you're a fan of what we do in the shadows, mm-hmm. they did a spinoff show called Paranormal or Wellington Paranormal, and it's about the cops from the What We Do in the Shadows movie. And basically, oh. it's kind of like an X Files with them, but it's it's done in the same comedic vein of. The what we do in the shadows movie, um, very enjoyable. the The humor and the uh, the budget's definitely a little bit lower, so you're gonna you're gonna notice a bit of a I don't want to say dip in quality, but you're gonna definitely notice a little bit of a drop in what you expect. Certainly, be a step up from Dark Place, though, uh, which must have had a budget of about seventy five cents. <laughs> I've been meaning to watch that, but I keep getting wrapped up in very random shows on Hulu. I just finished Nip Tuck. Uh, no, I just finished watching Nine Perfect Strangers, which has my boy Michael Shannon in it. Who? Don't try to don't try to replace the Grave Talk mascot with your Grave Talk mascot. All right, it will always be Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Adam Scott. <laughs> I shouldn't know that better than you. I almost Adam called Adam him Scott. Alan Scott. Alan so Scott. we're really fucking up here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe we can get an Adam Scott Michael Shannon like you know two for to to joint be our Grave Talk mascots. I mean, I'm sure that they would both sign up for that. You could put like Adam Scott's head on Michael Shannon's body or vice versa. Switch it up. Oh, uh, no. Let's Shannon put... Scott, if you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking cunt punt the next person I hear doing something like that. And I don't give a fuck if you SOR me. I will fucking assault you. Put Michael Shannon's eyes on Adam Scott. What there's the so fuck? many opportunities. Yeah. Look, there's so many human body parts that we can cut off and switch up and switch back and forth. All right. Well, no, uh, I would check. I would re- recommend checking out uh, Wellington Paranormal. Okay. Um, it's it's pretty fun in that same vein. I've also been watching Castle Rock on Hulu, which is uh, executive produced by Stephen King, and it's just kind of inspired by his characters and settings. First season is pretty good. Second season, yeah, we'll see. It's it's okay. Uh, my roommate watched a couple of those episodes, and I got to admit, there's there's quite a few good nods to Stephen King uh, lore in those. So um, I didn't hate it. I actually haven't sat down and watched it, but from what I saw, like via osmosis, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I've been I've been generally enjoying it. The second season centers around Annie Wilkes from Misery, 
played by Lizzie Kaplan, and she's really good. She really do, does a good Kathy Bates. That's cool. Hmm. So, John, what else? Anything else? You've just been watching those TV shows? That's it. Super okay. busy at work, so I haven't had a ton of uh, free time, unfortunately. Yeah, no, I know how that goes. Um, I myself have been, you know, continuing to play Resident Evil 8, which will be coming out soon, you guys. I, I will have the video. I know I keep saying things are coming out soon. We do have lives outside of this. and uh, Speak for yourself. Okay, I'll speak for myself. I have a life outside of this. <laughs> uh, it's like Grave Talk soon. That could be anywhere between, by the time you hear this, to a year from now. So just calibrate and you're good to go. I don't know. I've been working on stuff. I've been seeing stuff. There's been a few cool trailers for things coming out. Um, I know Shudder has a Elvira special mm-hmm. that's going to be coming out soon. It may or may not be out by the time this episode is, but they're kind of doing it, um, I guess, in the vein of uh, Joe Bob. She's doing like three or four movies, and uh, she'll be kind of like hosting and, and picking up the mantle of what she used to do back in the day. I mean, I don't know how long ago Elvira was off the air, but I believe long it's time. longer. Yeah, we just had a discussion about how old we were because we heard some young kid basically say that Smashing Pumpkins was classic rock. So time and space are a freaking mystery to us. In the past, uh, she had a show. <laughs> but, you know, that's really cool. I'm glad to see Shudder is is getting that stuff and doing things like that. Um, you know, Joe Bob broke the internet. Let's see what Elvira can do. I'm pretty sure she's... I would say Elvira's probably a better known brand than mm-hmm. Joe Bob. I would agree with yeah. that. In the horror community, that's debatable, but I think in large, that's a more... Um, that's probably a correct statement. She's had a bigger impact on the general cultural zeitgeist. And a happy belated day of bisexual visibility to Miss Cassandra Peterson, Elvira, who just came out. Yeah. As what, bisexual? Yep. We're all a little She's bisexual. She's had a girlfriend for like 19 years. Well, so have I. Big freaking deal. Actually, I take that back. I have not. God, I'm a sad, sad man. I think it is a um. little bit different. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, no, congratulations. Um, you know what? Ladies, men, whatever. Get your freak on. Do your thing. But in the meantime, let's talk about some horror. We watched the, well, I almost said Shudder, but I don't think it's on Shudder anymore, John. It is not on Shudder anymore. We watched the 2018, dare I say, classic, dare I say film, dare I say um, celluloid moment. I think all those are debatable. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely no celluloid involved when I watched it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure this was filmed <laughs> on digital. Uh, we watched the, uh, the movie Necrotronic, uh, an Australian film um, that I believe premiered on Shudder. Because that's where I first saw it and heard mm-hmm. about it. It is... Let's just go ahead and run through this because I... Again, I'm not Mark. I'm not great at this. I apologize. But it came out in 2018. John, it's a tight hour and 39. And it was perfect. That was okay. a good length. I, I was watching it and I was, I was like, we are r- rapidly approaching John not liking this movie time. No, it was all right. <laughs> because this movie... Uh, as we'll get to, it's just nonstop. It doesn't give you time to, to pause and think, wow, this is going on for a long time. Yeah, the, the pacing is definitely something I have notes on. <clears throat> but it is a, a story about a man who discovers that he is part of a secret sect of magical beings who hunt down and destroy demons in the internet. Uh, as I mentioned, this is an Australian film. Very Australian. You can tell out the gate, a lot of the... Um, the locations, the the phrasing, stuff like that. They drive on the wrong side. I mean, I didn't even notice that. You didn't notice that every person, the steering wheel was in the passenger side in I'm every so car. I'm so used to watching <laughs> British and like other stuff like that that I didn't even notice the steering was on the wrong side. Wow. Uh, okay. Uh, this one. St- <laughs> <laughs> this one stars Ben O'Toole as Howard North, Monica Bellucci as Finnegan, Carolyn Ford as Molly, Tess Hobrick Hobrich. I mean, I hope I'm saying that right. As Torquel. Okay. I did not know her name was Torquel. I think they said it once in the entire movie. 
Okay. And then I forgot promptly. <laughs> yeah. David Wenham as Luther and uh, some other people that you may or may not know from uh, from different things. Uh, some character actors that have been in some foreign stuff. I'm going to err on the side of saying you'll probably not know them. There's a couple that you'll probably know. I, we'll get to the, We'll get to how you might know these people. I'll tell but. you what. I like your reading of the cast. Dare I say better than Mark's. So-and-so, so-and-so, and some other people you may or may not know. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest. I mean, anyone else in this movie is is ancillary to the plot. There's so. not that many characters no. in this movie. No. Which is weird because it takes place over a lot of like locations. I thought there would have been more... Um, they didn't More have cast. budget. Really, it's cast. a road movie if you think about it. <laughs> it's the same it group of people in a bunch of different locations. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of getting through names, let's try to get through this one. It was directed by Kaya Roche Turner. And I hope I'm spelling that right or saying that right. K-I-A-H and then R-O-A-C-H-E dash Turner. So anyway, if I butchered that, I apologize. Please Contact us at thegravetalk.com, and uh, we'll be happy to clarify that in a an update, a future episode. We should do, like, a corrections and, um, you know, errors. That'd be way so. too long. Our audience <laughs> doesn't have time for that. For all of you out there that, like, you know, ping us and let us know what we fucked up, thank you. We appreciate that. You're yeah. keeping us honest, but, yeah, we know we're terrible, so. Like, hour seven of the corrections. <laughs> <laughs> we could just do a bunch of minis every week. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie, I don't have the Rotten Tomatoes because, again, I didn't remember that we did that until right now. Low. It's low. Yeah, I want to say it's in the 40s, maybe. Oh, yeah, let's do an over-under. I'm going to say 35. Okay. okay. I'm going to say 44. You know what? I haven't pulled it up yet, but I'm going to err on the side and say above 50. Okay. So let's see here. Spelling Necrotronic is very hard. I spelled it different every time I Googled this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, wow. So for the critics, a smooth 39%. Ooh. With the audience, 69. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, that's, a, that's quite a disparity there. Um, uh, the audience is right. The critics... Too, too serious. Really? You uh, thought this was up in the 70s? Oh, right this at the 70s. awesome. I'll come out the gate and say, it is bananas with a capital B, but it is awesome. Well, that's good. I was kind of worried about this one for you, because I, I picked this out, because again, we, we knew Mark was going to be out. We didn't want to do one of the ones that was on our list. Um, yes, we have a list. And uh, listeners, your movies are on there, so keep writing us in. Tell us what you want to hear. We'll throw those in the mix. But I thought you were going to be the one that was going to like really hate this. No, too much exposition, but otherwise, good movie. I think I'm going to surprise everyone by saying I found this movie really boring, um, which is ridiculous because it's extremely fast paced. There's always something happening, but it just didn't land for me. I, I am sorry to say that that's fair. That's actually a common criticism of uh, like people who've seen this movie is just like nothing happened. But that's the thing is, as John said, as you said, stuff is always happening. It was kind of like, um, like a fun house or a themed roller coaster where there's a bunch of crazy shit flying at your face, but there's not much of a story going on. I support that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the plot is very short. You could probably edit this movie down to like 10 minutes. Cause yeah, a lot of the shit that happens just doesn't matter. Uh, but it is fun to watch it happen. Yeah, this this uh, this movie is a very basic story, but and that's and that kind of goes to my, my biggest complaint about this film. And I enjoyed this movie um, quite a bit. I the the trailer has a lot of really cool badass EDM techno music in it, and the movie itself none. Mm -mm. I was really disappointed by that. But um, other than that, I like this movie 
quite a bit. It's really fun. It's kind of crazy. Um, my biggest problem I have with it, though, is this movie will tell you an exposition dump or a kind of like, we've got to take this thing and put it here and do this and then do this. And then they just go do it. Like they tell you exactly what they're going to do. And then they, they actually show you them doing everything they just said. It's like, you can do one or the other and we would be fine. Yeah. I don't think we need to double down on all of that. I do think that even though this this movie was very exposition heavy, it absolutely would have made no sense if they didn't explain what they were doing at every single moment. <laughs> that's that's definitely true. It would have been better if they didn't explain the same thing over and over again. Right? It opens with exposition, then the guy gets captured and they tell him the exact same story. Then he's in the hospital and there's more exposition. It's like, holy shit, the first 30 minutes is like just the same thing over and over again. It's like an end user license agreement that you have to click on every time there's an update. You're like, yeah, we <laughs> got it i've been using itunes for years yeah. let's go i i concur it's not that difficult <laughs> they these people hunt demons demons possess people i get it you don't need to tell me this 20 times um so let's get into the plot then um so this movie starts out with our main characters uh, and i clicked on the wrong thing on henry harry <laughs> howard and ha- rangy uh, yes howard and rangy <laughs> wait is it rangy yeah rangy rangy as Epine Bob Sevilla. That's the character's full name. But he goes by Rangi. Is that in the movie? No. Like the extended I, if, universe? If it, if it is, <laughs> I have no fucking... It, I'm looking at IMDb. So wow. it says, Epine Bob Sevilla. Oh, wait. That's his real name. Oh. Okay, never mind. But it's it's listed as... Hold on. I, I'll put a, a picture of this on the... Uh, the Instagram, but it says Epine Bob Sevilla as Rangi as Epine Bob Sevilla. Oh, That's okay. No, weirdest. it's because it's because he's credited under a slightly different name than his IMDb listing. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, well, then that that explains it. Unfortunately, that guy has done dick all else. If you look at his um, his filmography, he's done like a couple quick TV shows, like and it's a few movie like cameos and that's it bummer that is a shame because he was one of the most fun parts of this movie for me if you watch wellington paranormal there's a, a character who i think is of um what are those maori descent well in new zealand yes but we're in australia okay i'm sorry um but uh they, they have a very similar look to um both the characters and he has the same kind of behavior and mannerisms as that character so i thought it was the same uh, actor at first <laughs> i was like oh that's awesome that must be that guy no it wasn't but um yeah, so we'll call him Rangi, which I guess is his name. So, <laughs> call him by his name, and, as one does. And and Howard. And uh, both of them are, I guess, what are they? Septic tank emptiers? Yeah, septic tank emptiers. And I'm already going to backtrack us because we didn't talk about the animated exposition dump at the beginning. Oh, which that's right. was kind of my favorite part of the movie because the animation was really fun and the voiceover was... A little over the top, like a little, a little much, but I don't know. It, it, it was, reminded me of Super Mario Brothers when like the Brooklyn dinosaurs was like, hey, a million and thousand billion BC years ago, we all were dinosaurs. <laughs> and then a comet hit and bada bing, bada boom, we could talk and shit. Yeah. Basically, it explains that somewhere deep in the past, demons somehow made it to our world. And then there are necromancers who fight them. And now somehow the demons are on the Internet. Yeah. And the um, the animation during this was very cool, too. Yeah. I yeah. want to say kind of more um, early animation like the the it wasn't super like complex, but like the frame count and stuff like that was really well done. Yeah. And I, I just I liked the style. I liked the color palette and I had, I really enjoyed that part. Yeah. I forgot about that for 
<laughs> moment. But yeah, it does start with that. And then we get our, our main characters uh, emptying a septic tank. And um, Rangi is on his phone. He's just playing. I guess he's playing games or watching a Not video. Yeah, He's watching a, a, oh, that's a goat right. try to fuck a phone box. <laughs> <laughs> a goat fuck a phone box. And you know, honestly, I got to be honest, I'd watch that video because I'm very curious. Yeah, I'd like to know how it ha- what happened. Did the goat get yeah. it, you know? <laughs> Did the goat get it? <laughs> and of course, at this point, there is a malfunction with their septic pumping truck thing, and Howard gets doused in liquid shit, which reminded me of that scene in Tremors and made me wish I was watching Tremors. <laughs> but you always wish you were watching Tremors, that's, though. That's a fair criticism. <laughs> but then my next note is... Uh, after that, he has to get hosed off in the parking lot. And so we get to see a dude in his undies, a little something for the ladies. True. Except yeah. he's covered in shit. So no, no, no he's, he's getting hosed off. off. He's clean at that point. Yeah. You know, he still smells like that, though. You're not spraying off septic smell Listen, with just a little John water. Waters, this isn't smell-o-vision. <laughs> you don't think they keep soap in the truck just for such an occasion? Did you see how prepared they were for everything else? I doubt it. Uh, I, this can't be the first time they've gotten shit all because they seem to know what to do. They had a whole shower head ready to go. That's yeah, true. that's true. I I got a real um, Tucker and Dale vibe. From Listen, these, guys. these people are prepared for septic emergencies, not necromantic emergencies. That's that's not true. You're always prepared for a necromantic emergency if you know what you're doing. Well, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea. Then I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, let's let's push through this this section here. Uh, yes, he gets covered in shit. They spray him off a little something for the ladies, a shit covered man, as all of you want going by what you're saying, Alex. Um, <laughs> listen, I've never claimed to have high standards. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> so they, they get him sprayed off and then now they're driving down the, the road and I guess, uh, Rangi's playing a game. This is where we actually yeah. get the introduction to the game. Like he gets a pop up. It's like, do you want to play the scariest game you've ever played or something like that? It'll change your life. No, I think it some... just says, do you want to play a game? Yeah. And I thought that was a reference to saw, but then, um, I, I was upset to not see a spiral or anything. I guess you have, couldn't do that, though. They'd probably trademark. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he uh, he clicks yes, because why wouldn't he? The guy obviously doesn't know about malware. If something just pops up on your phone that you've never seen before, don't install it. That's a bad idea. Yeah. it just And it just came out of nowhere. Do you want to play this yeah. game? And he was just like, of course I do. So he installs it, and it's this uh, cool, like, augmented reality kind of, like, app that you can, like, look through your phone and see. It's Pokemon Go. <laughs> they even okay. reference it. They, it's like that game. Did they to, really? Yeah, we have to capture all the little monsters. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even catch that line. Um, yeah, so, but it's, it's kind of a cool augmented reality app, and you can see ghosts and um, race and stuff like that around your community. And I guess you tap the screen to capture them? Yes. Okay. And so he does that. He, he, he screams, like, stop the car, runs out, captures a ghost, and his buddy, um, Howard, Gets like a weird kind of I don't know like a synapse in his head or like it looks like, like, a like a headache type thing. Yeah, they're yeah. like oh man, you've got a brain tumor, and he's like no, it's not a brain tumor. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor at all. And that's our first indication that something's special with Howard. Like something's going on with Howard when it comes related to uh, ghosts. And then they see a giant wraith in the air. And I, I gotta admit, the ghost and the demon effects in this movie are top notch. They are really cool. They're they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you think most of them were all CG, or do you think some of that was practical at all? I think they had to do CG. I don't think this movie had practical budget money. Okay, because like some of them were so detailed and so good, I was like that that could really be like top notch, like Savini level, like yeah. practical. 
But um, it was really, everything looked really creepy and really cool. I agree. So after they capture this first, then we uh, go to, this is where we get the introduction to Monica Bellucci's oh, character. And that is, goat explodes. Yeah, which is yeah. awesome. And that's, this is another thing I have a problem with. This movie cuts between scenes very randomly. Like it doesn't feel like a scene is over sometimes before they cut to a new scene entirely in a different location. But yeah. this is one of those moments where we immediately cut to the underworld, underground. In my notes, I was digital underground. <laughs> <laughs> okay, digital underground. Um, also, let's just get this out of the way. The movie's called Necrotronic, and not once did they play Technotronic in this entire film. I just don't think they had a lot of soundtrack money. They, Except for Shaggy. John. Okay, yeah, there you go. I was like, do you want to break it down Hell to our yeah. audience? Uh, that's where all their money went, rightfully so. If you could put Shaggy in your movie and you're not, you should ask yourself, what am I doing with my life? All of their money went to Shaggy and good ghost effects. Yeah. And that's fine. Probably like 95% Shaggy. They should have just yeah, gotten Shaggy for the movie, though. <laughs> oh, see, now as that go, As great. the Wraith. Well, he's not Australian, though. Oh, but like a Does Shaggy cameo. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I dig that. Or just have him go show up and go, like, ghost. Like Shaggy being Shaggy. How could we never catch Shaggy as Shaggy? Maybe Shaggy doesn't want to be an actor. Fucking Hollywood, man. I swear to God. Except this is Australian. It's not Hollywood. Yeah, that's true. Australian It's Hollywood, Australia. I'm sure they have one. Hollywood down under. Get up, get up. Um, so yes, we, we cut to this uh, digital underground where we meet uh, Finnegan, who is Monica Bellucci, and you may remember her for, as Persephone from The Matrix Reloaded. She was the lady in the white dress who was hanging out with the Merovingian. Yeah, I think she's just in general famous, though, for like a lot of things. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think she's just one of those famous people, famously beautiful women. <laughs> okay, I, I never knew who she was before um, Matrix, and I didn't remember her at all until we watched this movie, and I was like, she looks familiar, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, she's from The Matrix. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't, like, sit around and be like, I wonder what Monica Bellucci's doing right now. Like, you know, but... Welcome uh, back to Monica <laughs> Bellucci Watch. But uh, it's a name that I, mean, I know, yeah. and, you know, it's like... I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss something really, like, kind of embarrassing. When it comes to Italian names, they all kind of run together, so it's like, oh, Monica Bellucci, and I'm like... Giuseppe Garibaldi. Some, some famous Italian lady, I guess, right? It, it's just like, I don't know who's who. But to be fair, I'm bad with names, yeah. as our listeners probably already know. The most famous being Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. <laughs> you never fucked those up. <laughs> Last name. Mario. Okay, what's your name? Luigi. Luigi Luigi? No, Luigi Mario. Because I didn't know their stupid last name was Mario. <laughs> God, that's dumb. Why are we talking about Super Mario Brothers? Anyway, so we come down to the digital underground. She's got a dude tied in a chair. Yeah. And is this one of the previous I, necromancers or is this some rando? I think it's a rando because he becomes a demon. Okay. And for some reason, a goat blows up. For all of the exposition in this movie, there's a lot that is left unexplained. Yeah, they explain the universe. They don't explain what's happening in the movie at any given time. I don't understand the <clears throat> mechanics of anything but you know what that's that's fine it's well, all you know it's the internet that's really all i need to know is uh, somehow ones zeros ghosts i'm just going to take lucy lawless's explanation from the simpsons of if you ever notice anything like that a wizard did it <laughs> <laughs> yes let's let's go with that because if you really think about the plot of this of like they decided to put ghosts into the internet because it was easier to track them and follow them and hunt them 
it all falls apart. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think like for one second, especially near the end, all these people get possessed by their phones and then unpossessed and just go about their lives. Everyone around them doesn't seem to notice. You'd think people would notice like, hey, all my friends are dying. That That's was weird. a question I had because the initial expo- exposition uh, animation made this made it sound like all of this necromancer shit was just kind of part of the world. But then when Rangi like downloads the game and stuff, I was like, okay, wait, so no one actually knows that this is happening. We have like kind of a men in black situation where there's ghosts everywhere, but only a select. I think it's a blade situation. Vampires are everywhere, but you don't really know about the war between the underworld until you, you know, like are balls deep in it. So Mm. a whole bus of people gets possessed and then unpossessed and nobody's like was that weird? You would think this game would have like a one star review on right. on the app store or My something. My friend like played that. it and his head exploded. Yeah. <laughs> you will probably die from playing this game. I, I guarantee you that gets some clicks, but Yeah, no, probably that's probably why everyone's down. This game will kill me. Yeah, I'll try yeah. it. How many people said Candyman after this movie came out? Mm-hmm. Just to fucking be dumb. So, uh definitely a movie you gotta turn off your brain because if you question it, if you like scratch at the surface at all, it all falls apart. <laughs> that onion is rotted in the middle, just stay on the outside. <laughs> And go from there. Like, okay, now the goat that blows up. So she like breathes this like demon force into the dude or sucks it out of the guy. I couldn't remember. I couldn't tell which way it was going. sucking it out. Okay. I love when Monica Bellucci sucks things out. (laughs) But specifically in this movie, she sucks out, I guess, his soul? Yeah, because... She's like, oh, it'll keep me later on. She's like, I'm going to stay young forever. So I think she's sucking these people's soul out to stay young forever. She does have that line later in the movie. She's like, um, I wrote it down because it like came out of nowhere. Her motivations are very confused. Yeah. <laughs> Super sus. Yeah. Where is it? Uh, is it possible that demons don't have really good motivations? I don't know. You know what? That's probably the best explanation. Yeah. It's just it's just pure chaos. And then like, is there a like a Satan in this universe? Is Monica Belushi the boss or does she report to is she like Darth Vader and she reports to somebody else? Well, that was that was weird also because like she's the let's John let's spoil the the big surprise because that's honest it happened you get revealed with this like spoiler what a quarter of the way through the yeah, movie like ten minutes after this scene you find out like she's the mom of uh, our main character Howard. Henry Howard. I'm going to be you in this podcast. I cannot remember. the role of Garrett (laughs) will be John. In all of my notes, I have him as Mac because I think he looks like a low-rent Rob McKillany. (laughs) If the McPoyles got blown and Charlie got blown, then why didn't I get blown? But yeah, so like she's the mom of our main character and her dad was a necromancer, you know, star-crossed lovers, if you will. And um, I think they were both necromancers. Yeah, they were both necromancers. Oh, and she got flipped. Yeah. She, to like the evil she, side. She flipped it. She flipped it for real. Um, <laughs> so, so, so then she kills her husband by blowing his head up, supposedly. Which is just commonplace in this movie. Everyone's head's getting blown up. Well, heads are very explosive. <laughs> it's uh, a whole men in black situation. It's like, you want me to shoot you in that head again? He's like, no. <laughs> this movie, apparently, men in black remake. We're putting it together here, y'all. <laughs> But yeah, her motivation, I don't know, is to stay young forever. And so she needs Men a million. Men in black down under. Oh, bam. If you have an Australian thing and you don't call it down under, is it even really Australian? <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question. <laughs> Quigley, you want to answer that one? Yeah. It's a deep cut for all my people who remember Quigley down under. Jesus, that movie. I think the rescuers want to weigh in, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get back on track. Uh, she needs a million souls for this, apparently. Uh, so she's trying to absorb. She's and gonna, for what? To just be to stay, stay young. young. Yeah, but 
Also, she's going to kill a million people in one night from what I'm hearing here. Like, cause they have this weird, her, they have obviously a skyscraper as all mobile game companies do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's like sucking in all the souls from around Melbourne or whatever all the city they're who in. have downloaded this game. And they, they have a line earlier where like her, what was that? What was her like underlings name? Like Lurch. Lurch. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. He says like the app has been downloaded like a couple million times at this point the time is now or something like that. Yeah. She's like, cool. So yeah, they're sucking in souls. But this is the thing. I thought it was for like world domination or something like no, that. That's but what it seems like at first. But no, she built this whole thing to stay young. Just just unrealistic beauty standards. Yeah, just age gracefully. And Monica Bellucci, you're already very beautiful. Don't worry about this so much. I don't think she wrote the script, though. I think she wakes up every day and looks at herself and is like, God damn, I got it going on. <laughs> I don't think there's a moment in her life where she's not like, mm-hmm, mama-like. I, I hope she does. I hope yeah. she feels good. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's just like, I hope she does. Oh, I hope she questions it. I was like, how I dare say, you? I, I hope she wakes up every day and is just like, damn. It's good to be me. I, I want to yeah. live in a world where that's what happens. So um, that's what we're going to go with. Yeah, there's our headcanon. Our Monica Bellucci <laughs> headcanon. <laughs> One of these days, we're going to actually have to do a Wikipedia of all the headcanon. Yeah. Um, so I think this is our first IRL headcanon, though. Oh. Yeah. All right. Breaking outside. <laughs> she presents to this company, which we never, ever have to think about or see ever again. The board of directors. The, yeah. And she's like, you're not wearing your Santa hat. What really was up with weird? That? She mentions Christmas like three times. Yeah, yeah. She has a weird Christmas fixation. And also, I totally forgot that about that weird boardroom because it never comes up. No. I thought that guy was going to play some kind of role in the movie because he's like, oh, everything's going great. Your new battery packs. Uh, and he like looks at the board and I was like, okay, this guy's like a shady underling. No, I thought it was Lurch. Oh, yeah. But it, I don't think it is. No. no. That guy it's, just hangs up and leaves the movie. But yeah. It was just some guy with a very Jewish sounding last name. And she's like, put on your Santa hat. I'm like, this man is probably not that interested. This in is an sense. HR issue just waiting <laughs> to happen. And the whole board ends up wearing Santa hats. And it's very weird. I guess it's just like a power move on her part. Uh, probably. But then she like, so she's like, you know, like this many apps have been downloaded. Finally, we're going to like go to the next phase. She walks out of frame, still on Zoom, and then sucks the soul out of a person's face. And you hear like, oh, God, no. And everyone's kind of looking around like, are we hearing this? What the? It reminded me of like those people get caught like busted masturbating on Zoom calls at CNN and stuff like that. And it was a real just like, Jeffrey Tubin situation. Uh, yeah, but they, J-Tube. She, she did it. She wanted them to see this or hear this. So maybe they're like demonic familiars. Maybe or maybe they're just in on it. They're board of directors, so they've got to yeah. be evil. Yeah, but they're like regular human evil, not demon evil. I mean, they <clears> probably <throat> all have their own weird fetishes, and they're probably just like, eh, you know. Yeah, they they I've all murder fourteen women. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, board of directors. Yeah, they all yeah, left board of director shit. Beat up their own subordinates. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that plays out. So that's how we get the idea that like we know this thing's spread to a million users. It's the time is nigh, more or less. Um, at that point, we cut back to our main characters who are. This so, is the part where they get attacked Fring, by Frank. R- Frank. What the hell's his name? Rango. Rangi. Rango. Rango. <laughs> I insist we call him Rango the rest of the fucking movie. <laughs> Points his phone at uh, the other guy. Howard, Howard, Henry, Howard, Henry, Howard, <laughs> Henry. <laughs> and it like freaks out. So he's like, oh, this is weird. Let me double tap. And uh, and he like crashes his little van and his septic tank. Yes. Yeah, right. You know, I'm, I'm proud of them that they didn't pour shit all over the street. They all of the poop jokes they could have made. They only made one. So good restraint. True. They got it out of the way quick. Yeah. Too. Um, so he crashes his van. And that's when like alarms go off, like in Monica's uh 
underground layer. layer. Yeah. Her digital underground. In her digital underground, a <laughs> notification flashes on the screen that says unknown necromancer. Does she have a tag on every? Well, we find out that the, the necromancers have like a chip in all of them. Right. And I think yeah. this app like can detect necromancers and that's how she's finding them all is through this app. Technomancer. Almost, yeah. And she can also track demons that way too, because I know later when a when a demon gets killed it says like demon four five seven. Yeah, seven hundred and thirty nine. I was like, nice. It's a PPS, a paranormal positioning system. She's got everything (laughs) tracked, okay? Uh, to be fair, pretty good app if it can do all that. It's tremendous. Uh, I wonder what kind of programmer she's got working on her Imagine demonic Imagine if app. she hadn't gone down the demonic pathway, what she could have done. The next Zuckerberg. She could have even still been demonic. <laughs> you could still be fucked up. Yeah. We just want you to do something good with this technology. So they get attacked. So he, yeah, so the, um, so Rangi holds up the app and then like, you, you can tell that he's a necromancer because he's got like a green glow. He's got like the, the glow, like from uh, fucking um, Barry Gordy, Last Dragon. Uh, but it's green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who's the master? <laughs> Show enough. Who's the greatest? Show enough. John, who's the best? I don't know what you're referring to. Show enough. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I say who's the master, you say Show enough. So that's how you can tell the necromancers through the app. After they crash, like they see some wraiths and some ghosts and they actually see the first thing. This is and this is how I think her positioning system works. She has these what are they called? Necro boxes. Yeah. All over um, town or city or whatever it is. It's are those like demon cell towers? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But we're then we find every one of those has a head in them. Yes. And I, we'll get to that Which a little bit later. Bizarre when you think about the logistics of that. But but don't. they look like black boxes all over town. And evidently this is what's kind of like making her network, you know, be able to be controlled and she can do what she does. But um, they get attacked by a wraith and a couple ghosts or zombies or something yeah, at well, this so point. This, the demons look like zombies. So you're looking at the phone. And act like zombies. Yeah, exactly. And like a yellow stream goes into your eyes and now you're possessed and you... Inst- hold on, hold on. Let's rephrase that. <laughs> uh, no, I said what I said. So after uh, you get showered by this yellow stream, <laughs> you become a, a possessed like demon zombie. Um, and that was weird. I was like, this is not how possessed people act. Yeah, they, they act like zombies, but they are like possessed demons. Because I don't think zombies even come into play Maybe in these demons no. are really, really dumb, and that's why they seem like zombies. Oh, could be. They're okay. just bad Maybe. decision makers. Yeah, they're just runners. And, and earlier we got a scene where the necromancers were fighting some demons. Yeah. But honestly, it's kind of a throwaway scene. It just introduced us to the, uh, the necromancer crew. Right, so we got um, with Luther, right? Is that the guy? Luther, yeah. yeah Luther? Which you will recognize as Faramir from... Lord of the Rings. Is he in the first one or the second one? I can't remember. He's in the second one. Yeah. He captures the hobbits. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because we meet him after Boromir dies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Spoiler for a 21-year-old movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Don't get too attached to Sean Bean, who dies in every movie. Uh, just don't cast him. Don't reveal his casting. You know who's going to die. Uh, and then his two daughters, uh, Molly. And the other one. Yeah, and the one who's Molly not Molly. and Shannon. Oh, oh wait, Michael and Shannon. So Damn close. it, I was trying to do a Michael Shannon joke. God, I am uh, bad it's, today. It's all right. We got Molly and not Molly and Luther. Yeah, so... We got ponytail and short hair. Yeah. Uh, and so these are three, I guess, 
super necromancers, uh, and they're just busy kicking ass, and they have like Are a necro related? van. Yeah. Uh, it's his daughters. Farmier's their dad. Okay, okay, so that's his daughters. Yeah, it's hard to remember because they don't look alike at all. I thought all the necromancers were related somehow, and I was like, this is weird when they started like having a relationship kind of, or like a kind of a connection, meet cute type of thing. I was like, that's your sister, bro. No, no, I don't think they're that related. I don't think okay. so either. I didn't... I, I didn't get that impression, and I, I'm glad I avoided yeah. that. <laughs> Clearly, I I wanted something different out of this movie, but um, <laughs> no, it was it was a very weird moment. I was like, I think they're all related. This is very awkward. It was like, ah, oh, Luther, you forgot to tell him the most important part. <laughs> you know, I was also I was like, what a yeah, I was about to say, what a a piece of information. These are your sisters. I'm your uncle. You know, something like that. Yeah. I was like. But yeah, okay, I guess I totally Real Star Wars that. situation here. <laughs> so um, they're getting attacked. So Rangi and Howard are getting attacked and um, the necromancers show up. Because they also are like locked in. Somehow they also can detect when new necromancers show up. They're hacking the network. Yeah. Hack the planet. They're like in, so they got a van that's essentially their like mobile command center. It, to, to help understand and find things that don't make sense. Maybe like a mystery. So a mystery machine. Maybe. So yeah, it could be yeah. exactly like that. Got digital underground, got the mystery machine. We got Shaggy. It's all coming together. Okay. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, so this movie full of references. And their alerts also is like, oh, unknown necromancer. And they're like, oh, we need to go check this shit out. So then they show up and they kill the zombies. Or sorry, the demons. The demons. Yes. We're going to correct ourselves a lot on that, I think. Uh, and then it fades to black because Henry got knocked out and it mm -hmm. fades back up. And now he's like strapped to a chair. Well, is doesn't Rangi get killed before this happens? That happens next because Rangi's okay. an idiot. One okay. of the main things about this movie is that Rangi, don't bring him to your secret fucking plants. That's his. Yeah. His main personality trait is being a bombastic dumbass in a charming way. Yeah. And he blames Henry for killing him. But really, he killed himself. Uh, by playing that stupid game. Well, let's let's get into that part because uh, this is where the movie kind of really takes a, a massive turn for us. Yeah. Um, so they wake him up and they pull out some like chip. A chip. Like I said, it's an outdated chip. Yeah. Like this is old tech. And I was like, is it? Because it looks really high tech. Uh, but anyway, they put it in a glass jar. They put in this new thing. They call it a scrambler. But I don't exactly remember what it does because it never comes up again. It's supposed to make it harder for Monica Bellucci to track them, I think. Uh. Like it's supposed to like scramble their signal uh, as it appears on her screen or whatever. Okay. That's what I thought too, but it, it doesn't, doesn't really work do at it. All. Like, <laughs> it doesn't do anything. She knows where they are constantly. Yeah. Uh, is She's like, upgraded <laughs> to 5G. And also, please never put anything called a scrambler inside my head. That seems like it's only going to do damage. I'm willing to take the risk. They did not get his consent. He was passed out this whole time. Whoa, good point. Yeah, Yo, so. you can't just upgrade people without their permission. Yeah, that's messed up. Uh, so then he freaks out and he's like, what the fuck? This is our first of many long exposition dumps. So Faramir sits down and is like, all right, let me break it. He pulls well, the he chair forced, around. She force pushes Henry into a chair. So then we're like, okay, they have force powers as well. That's the yep. first we learn about that. And then he pulls the chair around. Like, so you want to learn about necromancers. Um, and then he just gives them the whole history of like, your mom was... Your mom was a necromancer. Your dad was a necromancer. Your mom got turned. She's the ultimate demon lady. I got this vibe that it was going to be a because she wants total domination. Evidently, it's just to stay young and beautiful. OK, she kills your dad. She blows his head mm -hmm. up. And uh, now you are you. And welcome to the club, bro. You're a necromancer. Let's get going. You're not actually related to all those sewage people. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. You're related to us necromancers, which is not also the case. But um, and he takes that about as well as you expect. Um, be like, oh, that sounds like a whole lot of bullshit. And then Rangi like is bored. He's 
so he's playing on his phone he's and he opens up the demon game and not molly's like tell me you don't have the app on there and he's she's and he's and like, he says i don't have the app on there which <laughs> i was like you asked him yeah big time liar because uh, henry's like of course you do what the fuck are you talking about yeah howard howard like rats him out and then they're like this is how she can track us we gotta go and then out of nowhere bam you got demons everywhere just fucking them up so a demon's about to attack or what are they about to do to howard i think they're they're trying to possess him trying to possess him okay yeah and then Rangi gets in the way and gets shot by one of the necromancers who's trying to shoot the demon. Like he gets right in the line of the shot. Boom. Down Rangi goes. Yeah. They are each other's worst enemies. If you tally up who kills the most people, they kill each other more than <laughs> the demons ever do. That's true. Their kill count amongst themselves is so much higher than any other character in the movie. So Rangi's down. And then, of course, you know, um, Howard. God, I forgot his name, too. Yeah, Howard I've been calling him up. Henry for the last 15 minutes, so. <laughs> He's like, no, my buddy. Who's going to, like, keep me up to date on what's popular on the App Store now? Yeah, uh, like some sort of blue magical shit happens, and then. Well, he passes some of his necromancer power into um, yeah, We don't Rangi. know that yet. We just see blue magic shit happen. Yeah, we yeah. just see a cool light show. They're all trapped in a hallway. There's, of course, a garbage chute. So Luther tells Molly, not Molly, and uh, Howard, go, I'll hold them off. They go down the, traf- uh, the, the garbage chute, and Luther gets overtaken, and then his head's blown up effectively. Later on, though, isn't his head in a box? Isn't Luther's head in the box? Like, he's like, she's like, wait till they get a load of you. I thought that was his, his dad's head in the box. Yeah, I okay. didn't think that was it Luther. Was his dad's head. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, to be fair, I understood maybe about 35% of what was going on at any given time. Yeah, it's, it's all, this all happened so fast. Um, so then the Molly, not Molly, Howard go down the chute and they're, uh, they're running to the van and Howard does a very smart thing. He's like, I am fucking getting out of here. And he runs on his own. <laughs> and then he does a dumb thing and doesn't look both ways yep. and gets hit by a car. Uh, and then fade the black. So to recap, Rangi's dead because he's a dummy. Faramir got his head blown up and is Heroically. now dead. Heroically. Molly, not Molly are in the lurch fighting demons and our main character being a dumbass got hit by a car. Now, we wake up in a hospital and um, Howard is in the bed. And at this point, this is where we get introduced the fact that whatever uh, blue light show he did to Rangi kind of shot some necromano, necromano, <laughs> necromancer, oh. necromana, I like it, I like it, um, into Rangi. And now he's a reanimated yeah. wraith. Yeah. yeah. And so more or less, he's a ghost. He's a ghost buddy. So um, it's Ghost Dad with Bill Cosby. Right. Um, And he's like, look, whatever the fuck you did stuck me to you because I've tried to go away and and keep getting pulled back here. He's so annoyed (laughs) by it. He's like, finally, the great beyond. And I'm fucking here with you. I'm just like, wow, dude. And so he's pretty unhappy at first about being a ghost. And he has all kinds of cool ghost powers that he shows him. He can hide in the shadows and make weird roots come out of his hand. And his face, he can make his face do stuff like Ghostbusters. I or, think, sorry, the, uh, I think the Wraiths had like techno organic shit in their arms. Like, like when he does that, it looks like circuitry and yeah, stuff Yeah, it's very like weird, but cool. Which begs the question, does the paranormal world have a direct connection to technology? I mean, Ghost in the Shell and stuff like that would have us believe there is a... There could be a Passover, but like he does look like he's like techno organic, which I was like, is that a thing they possess? Because they've never done that in this movie before. Uh, it never comes up, so it doesn't matter. So anyway, <laughs> a he, wizard did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so he uh, Rangi hightails it because he's like, oh, someone's coming. I got to go and scurries off into a, a cloud of dust. 
Again, let me point out, every effect in this movie is fucking phenomenal. It's so good. And then we get uh, the mom. Uh, well, um, before I, we got it, my favorite line in the whole movie is okay. when that nurse. So there's a nurse who comes and checks in on all of this noise, and Ringy goes, "Looks like somebody slapped some hair on a penis," and that was really funny. I felt bad for that dude because it's true. And, and then Howard was like, "Did you hear that?" And the nurse is like, "What?" And he's just like, "The thing about the penis." I'm gonna get the doctor. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. Don't just reference your penis randomly in a hospital. All right, they're gonna look at you weird. But uh, unless you're there for dick troubles. Yes. Well, yeah, it's true. Medically, you can, but maybe not just in yeah. random come when the person was already freaked out because you're saying weird shit. Don't ever start your question about anything. Did you hear that? <laughs> you know, you're not going to set yourself up for anything positive. Um, so the nurse leaves and then the mom shows mm-hmm. up. And this is where we get our first interaction. He's like, oh, I guess they told you. Yeah, I'm your mom. I'm a demon, well, bro. He's so dumb. Because the, the mom comes in, followed by a doctor, like in scrubs, just filled with blood. And she starts asking him questions like, oh, how long have you been on this? How long? He's like, are you sure you're my doctor? It's like, dude, does this feel like a regular doctor-patient conversation? <laughs> kind of medical care do you have in Australia? Uh, and why is Recon. this guy in blood, like covered in blood? That should be your first question. Yeah. No one's uh, no one's scrubs should be covered in blood when they come in to check in no. on you. So Howard, not the brightest bulb. Uh <laughs> You know, in the shed. The bulb in the shed. <laughs> I lost track Where of my saying bulbs. <laughs> in my digital underground. Yeah. Um, so mom comes in. Finally, mom comes in. And she just basically then again recaps everything mm-hmm. that Luther told us earlier of, yeah, I'm your mom. Yeah, I killed your dad. Blah, blah, blah. I want you to join me because together you can keep me young. Knowing this now, it changes everything she says earlier in the movie because it sounds like she's like, you can help me like control everything. Well, and then you're just like, but the end goal is for you to look hot. I think she just wants to take him Mission off the board. Accomplished. Oh, <laughs> don't need any more souls for that, Monica. Uh, I think she just wants to take him off the board. So she's just telling you think him she whatever just wants to kill him. Yeah, because she's like going to give him that soul. She's like, here, let plug you into the, plug this your head into this box. Um, and yeah, she does try to plug that thing into the thing. Yeah. Was probably that was a really helpful description. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> it's like a like a, a headphone jack into the back of his yeah, neck. It's like a yeah. giant one eighth jack in the back of his head, which again, how would you never notice that you had that before? Maybe you need to be around a demon for it to open up. Maybe they were going to um, plug it in where they just switched out the little nugget that he has in his head. <laughs> <laughs> you plug the thing to the thing into the nugget. I want you to create a fucking yeah. stereo instruction manual. <laughs> Don't scratch at this movie. There's nothing there, dude. Uh, I, who knows how he hasn't noticed. He's never taken a shower before. He literally took a shower at the beginning <laughs> no, of the movie from the shit. He only ever gets hosed off in parking lots and there aren't a lot of mirrors. Yes. Yeah. He never even looked back there. So he doesn't know what's oh, going on. God. Okay. He's never seen the back of himself. It's astonishing. <laughs> Freaking Australia. What yeah. can we say? Um, so he turns her down. Yeah. He's like, uh, this seems weird. So no, thank you. Deuces. I'm out. Which, and at this point, this is when Molly, not Molly show up, show up to like get him. Now, do they fight the mom? I can't remember. They shoot her out the window. Yes. Into the trash can. Right. Classic. And, and God bless trash can people for putting those things strategically under every window yeah. that you can fall out of, because we've yet to see a movie in Hollywood where someone doesn't land in a, a trash can. And thankfully always filled with very soft material, never construction, no nails. Yes. Glass. It wasn't full of uh, hospital waste, True. like used uh, syringes and such. Saw two style. Yeah. No feces. I mean, it's really just the cleanest trash you've ever seen. Every time I see, 
see trash can jumps like that or falls, all I can think of is the scene from Puppet Master Littlest Reich where they're all jumping out of that window and the third person jumps and she hits her head on the side of the oh, trash can and right. it blows open. You're just like, oh God, because we so never expect that. Mm-hmm. that. Oh man, Puppet Master Littlest Reich, please, I know there's some bullshit with that company, but it's not on the people who are in that movie. Please make the sequel to that movie. You set me up. I, I know I'm on my soapbox here. I'm sorry, guys. Listeners, I apologize. But I need the continuation to Puppet Master Littlest Reich. It was so good. Preach. Plus, we need a uh, fucking... Um, Oh, God. Cuddly Bear. We need Cuddly Bear back. I mean, come on, Skeeta Jenkins. We see you on Twitter. We love your positivity and all your messaging. Keep it up. You're a national treasure. But yes, we need Puppet Master Littlest Reich Part 2. Anyway, back to Necrotronic. Yeah, so. so. Molly, not Molly, get Howard, and they take them to their digital underground slash fight club. Whoa! They've got their own back cave. This is a kill station. It's like a slaughterhouse for demons. Yes, and then we get to see a very boring training sequence. I, I thought we were going to get a montage. I was hoping for a yeah. montage. I, I wanted like, a where's... fucking techno montage yeah. also. Yes. Or a shaggy montage. A thousand <laughs> It wasn't me. Oh, you know what? <laughs> they really missed an opportunity later when Unexpected Head blows up for uh, him to go, it wasn't me. It wasn't <laughs> Shut this motherfucker down. We have reached peak podcasting. John, you killed it. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> so we learned that uh, they have force powers. He's supposed to force power a, a punching bag, but he can't do it. So instead, he lifts a coin. Can we can we acknowledge one of the greatest lines in the movie though? When he's like, huh? he's like trying to like use his force powers. He's like, I'm gonna shit myself yes. straight up. I can't do this. I'm gonna poop. And I was like, every time you hear someone make that noise, it always sounds like it. So I'm glad they like made that joke. This is the first time I've seen that in a movie. I, I appreciate I agree. that. So he lift a coin. They're like, oh, he's like, okay, I totally get it now. Uh, and he pushes the. A punching bag. He force blasts it yeah. across the room. Yeah. And not Molly's really impressed. She's like, whoa, Van Halen style with the sunglasses. Mm-hmm. So in this room, they have a giant pentagram on the floor with a hole in the middle and a like 3D printer gun. And they basically capture souls in a box, which are basically like. It's my soul in a box. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an illuminated lamentation cube yeah. uh, with a little electric sign on it. I was like, <laughs> cool. Um, so they trap souls in that and then they can 3D print them out of this goo. Mm-hmm. And then once these demons souls are physical form, they can kill them. Right. But they also have to be wearing anti-possession suit, which are fucking amazing. They look cool. so good. The hand, the gloves with the little like green vials on it. I, I'm sorry. I saw those suits and I was like, I would buy one. I, I Googled to see if they were available for sale because I was like, I want one. Yeah. I, that way you can wear it when you podcast. Uh, God, I would love to wear that <laughs> when I podcast. <laughs> Look at the goo, John. Um, so they have to be wearing these special suits. And uh, yeah, the ghost- you'll die inside a pentagram if, it, if a demon's in it. Right. They'll try to like jump into your head. Uh, and the ghost comes out of the goo and you shoot him with some cannons. And now the demon's dead. Yeah, they have like a giant like electronic T-shirt cannon that basically explodes the. <laughs> the demon once it's in physical form uh, and in uh, the uh, very important comment that comes back later is the goo is very flammable the don't bring a flame near it is flammable this scene feels like 20 minutes long so long I know it's not but <laughs> my note for the end of this training sequence is thank god this movie is only 90 minutes <laughs> the, as you guys said this should have been a montage up until the point like and they could have like 
all right, now do this. It's going to come out of the 3D goo. Get it. Boom. And um, Rangi is at this point there. They can all see Rangi. Uh, Rangi is comic relief. He's hanging around. He's, he's like the idle hands style sidekick. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's like a three day printout. I don't know why I did like a real fucking yeah. Cockney accent there for an Australian. Oi, mister. <laughs> Oi, mister. You me dad. Doesn't sound like that at all. But, no. you know, <laughs> I'm just going to use that the whole time because that's my go to. <laughs> so, yeah, he points out like it's a ghost 3D printer, which is kind of, you know, fun and clever. And it'll come back later also. Yes. Every, this movie is filled with uh, Chekhov's whatever is in the plot. Yeah. Chekhov's goo. <laughs> Chekhov's everything. Whole movie. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what's, what happens next? At this point. Uh, I don't uh, know. My next note is so much exposition. I wonder if they thought they were going to get a series or something. I think my next note of substance is about when they go see David, the head in the box. Oh, there's the plan. So, okay. So now they have a plan. They want to steal one of these boxes. So we get Molly looking directly at the camera and telling us exactly what they're going to do. Yes. You're in charge of the EMP blast. I'm going to steal the box. You're going to kill the Wraith. And then uh, Rangi's like, oh, what do I do? And she's like, you're going to do fuck all. And then <laughs> as soon as that's done, they cut to them doing exactly that. They're in the sewer. Well, they, they cut momentarily to Demon Mom. And this is, I think, where we get the line of like, finally, a million souls captured. We're ready. Oh, maybe. This yeah. will keep me beautiful forever. And I was like, that cannot be your end She's goal. a real Rita Repulsa. No. <laughs> Wait, what's that from? <laughs> What? <laughs> Look, you guys don't get to make fun of me for talking about today's special and other like 80s shit. And you guys are like, you don't know Power Rangers? I, I w- would bet a million dollars that Power Rangers is considerably more well known than today's special. I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> I know for uh, a fact it is. But I'm just saying, like, I didn't watch Power Rangers. That was. I wasn't allowed to because my mom deemed it too violent. It is pretty violent. Oh, I fucking love Power Rangers. I watched it uh, a ton and then went out and did weird karate moves and oh, hurt myself. Man. So it's probably good that you didn't watch it. The one thing I remember about Power Rangers is a little side tangent is when they introduced, I guess, the Green Ranger was the new one. Like they added an M&M to the bag. No, it was the White Ranger. White Ranger. Tommy. Tommy. Tommy! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, he was a little sleepaway s- camp reference for all y'all. He was the super uh, powered ranger, effectively. Whatever. I remember kids talking about that, being yeah, like, that oh awesome. my God, they finally got a new color. And I was just like, right on, I guess. That was big. Oh, okay. It was a big moment in my childhood. <laughs> Back to Necrotronic and Shaggy. The mom's just doing it for the looks. Yes. Weird. They, they cannot be it. I mean, they, I had to have missed something. Maybe, I don't know. I can't even headcan anything that makes sense. It's just gibberish. I will say from my side, I had no inkling of her motivation at any point during the movie because my brain was occupied just trying to like keep up in any way, shape or form. Well, that's the thing is the movie does bam, 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 yeah. bam, bam, bam. So as you guys said, like, even though we're getting redundancy and we're getting like <laughs> sheer nonsense sometimes, it, it never stops. Yeah. Okay. I think I got it. Maybe being young forever is just a, like a awesome side effect a of being, yeah, queen demon. Queen Demon. Or maybe she wants to stay young forever so she can always be at the top of her game Ooh. to take and keep control of the world. Let's be yeah. honest. If Monica Bellucci walked up to me and was like, I need you to get on the ground and lick the sidewalk. And I'd be like, yeah, all right. 
like she's just that pretty. I don't think I would you, do that. You I'd can't like, say no. You can't say no to that. Uh, I don't know. I think you can. Beautiful people run this world, okay, John? <laughs> have, uh, There's a reason me and you are not in charge of shit. Yeah, I, I don't. Have you seen the people in charge of our country? <laughs> I don't know that that's true. Oh God, th- th- those are demons. Okay, anyway, <laughs> let's let's not get into politics. All right. I don't care what side you are. There is no attractive people in the at, at any level. I guarantee we're gonna get one person to write in and be like, you know that Mitch McConnell though. Oh, <laughs> I love ghouls. <laughs> Gavin Newsom has a real nice head of hair. <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ. Okay, there we go. We got one. Uh, we got one! <laughs> you could prop a beach umbrella up in it. It is like so thick and lustrous. I never want to have like my like compliment be like, you could prop a beach umbrella in. Hey. Insert compliment. Someone is keeping hairspray in business, so. <laughs> it's Gavin Newsom. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, at this point that we find out the mom's ultimate plan is yeah. to look pretty. And then now we cut back to them trying to get the, the necro box. Right. And this is where we have a big, huge fight. And the fight scenes are entertaining. They're cool. They're badass looking. The demon effects are, again, top notch. But I can't tell you what the fuck happened in hardly any of them. Well, here's what you need to know is that Rangi fucks it up again. Right. Because they're That's like, OK, right. this EMP blast. Wait till I give you the signal. And I like that the signal is just waving their hands. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> when I go like this, coo, 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 coo. <laughs> so you're like, don't do it early. And he's like, OK, got it. And then as soon as Molly and not Molly leave, Rangi does something dumb and causes him to press the button and fuck up the whole plan. Classic Rangi. Yeah. I think he's like learning how to be a ghost, but like, just stay at home, dude. Figure this shit out at home. Not he could have done a training montage in the, yeah. the, the fight club underground. He could have given us more exposition about ghosts. <laughs> oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I don't know why I keep going to a yeah, Cockney accent, but <laughs> I, um, I can't do any accent ever. They all turn into the same kind of bullshit, so. Yeah, I don't <laughs> accent either. I just sound like me. Alright, well let me go ahead and break this down in Garrett's voice. It's like, he should have just done a montage where he's just like, I'm going to stay here and train all this stuff mm-hmm. in the fight club area, and that would have been it. Yeah, we need a montage. We need more montages. This movie would have benefited from montage, yeah. and you don't often get to say that. No. The whole movie was kind of a montage, though, itself. It was like a <laughs> 90 minute montage. Uh, so he hits the EMP blast. It's too early. So that fucks everything up. Not Molly isn't able to kill the ghost or the wraith that is guarding the box. And not Molly is the one with the short hair. Right. Australian short hair. Michelle Rodriguez. Um, so then Molly's like, okay, I'm still going to get this. Uh, the wraith and, and not Molly fall back into the sewer. And we see that now uh, Monica Bellucci is like aware that shit's happening. So she's possessing people. And now the zombie ghosts come and there's like a huge sewer fight scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately the good guys win not molly gets possessed no it comes i think isn't that later is that later yeah they kill her or yeah she just kiss- doesn't, oh, this she just dies this, this is where they get the necro box soon. right this is where they get the, yeah she's they, like yeah. not molly's on her last few minutes but she hasn't died yet <laughs> okay. okay uh so at the end of the sewer fight uh the uh monica blue has, has taken over one of like a random zombie demon and is giving one last like appeal to her son she, she extends her hand in friendship to howard and he says Fuck you, mom, and shoot Fuck her. you, mum. Mum. M-U-M. Of course, sorry. Subtitles. Then, I love how the other character's like, fuck you, mom, really? That's what you say? He's like, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Which I totally respect. I, I couldn't come up with a quippy one-liner. You don't uh, have your one-liners ready? Oh, no. I practice mine all the time, just in case. Like, as you're brushing your teeth, you're just thinking about them, like, oh, here's yeah. what I would say. Oh, I've got one for when a cop stops me. I've got one if I ever win presidency. I've got one if I basically run out of toilet paper in a bathroom. Are they all get wrecked toilet sponge? Yeah, everything's uh, get wrecked, you toilet sponge. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they take It works the, in every situation. <laughs> they take the necro box back to their fight club underground. And this is where we get the big reveal of what the circuitry inside these boxes look like. 
It's a head. It's a head. His it, name is David. He's Uncle Dave. <laughs> it's Jombie from Pee Wee's Playhouse. I was like, who the fuck is Uncle Dave? Well, don't worry. They're going to tell you. It's about 45 minutes of movie. Uh, no, they don't actually do more exposition here. But then we, that's where we find out that everybody, every one of these boxes has a necromancer's head in it. And that's what's powering this whole system. And so they're like, all right, we're going to need to get into the system and hack it. And we're going to do that by, I guess they can plug, like, Matrix style. If they use the headphone plug in the back of their head, they can enter the zone if they kill themselves, I guess? Well, they, they flatline. They, yeah. they flatliners this shit. And um, I was like, wait, what? Because he's saying, like, oh, this is how we found out how to track them. We used to flatline ourselves and go into the network, which I will. Okay, I have a note here. There was a point where... Um, Fernando, Fernando, Felucci, what's her name? Finnegan? Finnegan. <laughs> Monica Bellucci is Finnegan. Um, she says, once we have enough souls, we can control the internet. I wrote that down. Yeah. So I think that's one, I think that's her ultimate plan oh. is to control the internet. But again, why? why? And for what purpose? Just for funsies. And then later, <laughs> and then the scene afterwards, that's when she says to um, uh, Luther, or the dad's head, yeah. she's like, I'll be beautiful forever and you'll just be a head in a box. And I was like, I am so confused on what her ultimate goals are here. But um, yes, this is where Luther's well, explaining. She's not got Luther. multiple goals. I think that's what's going on. We keep trying to uh, ascribe one motivation to her. She is a woman with she's a multifaceted. Big plan. Yeah, yeah she's, exactly. This is on us. I think we're failing. She has a one, five, and ten year plan. Yeah, be beautiful, take over the internet. Take over the world. Yeah. Look sexy, kick ass. I mean, right. that's what the credo I live by. Bunch of question marks, profit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah. So we get that whole exposition dump from the head, and then he's like, "Kill me! Uh, don't let it end like this." And then boom, they shoot the head. But this is like Uncle Dave, and they're related to Uncle Dave, so it's yeah. very difficult to do. It was funny though, because he'd be like Uncle Dave, but then also a demon. So he'd be like, "Hey, how are you doing, you fucking whores?" Oh yeah, he. <laughs> He's exorcist. He, I was going to say he's like a really um, like multiple personality bishop from uh, Alien 3. <laughs> he's like if Regan from The Exorcist was Bishop's head from Alien 2. Yeah. Wait, I thought they put Bishop's head back together in Alien 3. They do. They get. Oh, yeah, that's right. She does do it. in. Uh, I think okay. it's in the director's cut. Though, you're right. You're right. I. You know what? You're right. Because Bishop gets ripped. Or we could just say. Ash from Alien. Yes, that's the one I was thinking of. They like to reanimate a cyborg. Well, Bishop shows up at the end of Alien 3. Remember at the end, he's like, I'm the real Bishop. I'm the human version of it. I, they, they sent me to convince you not to destroy this last xenomorph. And she's like, fuck you, Bishop. Doesn't it turn out that this is a ridiculous tangent. Doesn't it turn out that Bishop was modeled off of Mr. Wayland? Because he, always, he comes back. Lance Henriksen comes back in Alien vs. Predator. As I, the okay. head of the corporation. I think AVP kicked out a cannon when they make Prometheus. Mm. I'm about to say, I do not remember a goddamn thing. I, I can't, honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen AVP. Bro, I think it's on HBO Max, so you should watch it. I have it on DVD. Oh my God. It's more fun. I, the second one, not even fun. The first one. AVP 2? There's a Requiem. second one? Oh, yeah. yeah. Requiem. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the first <laughs> well, shut my mouth. <laughs> that takes place in a giant pyramid under the ice sheet in antarctica oh god yes okay i've seen that and don't like they have this this place where like the 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 they've built it so the predators can come down and have a huge hunt once every hundred years or some mm -hmm. shit like yes. that fuck me that movie sucks anyway back to necrotronic yeah this is another podcast for another <laughs> time okay i didn't know bishop was in that one 
I didn't know Lance Hendrickson was an yeah, AVP. He's the boss. He's got like a heart problem or some shit. But he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, I can definitely hike this pyramid, no problem. I'm like 79 years old, but just repel me the fuck down there. Terminally ill people yeah. love Antarctica. <laughs> if there's one thing doctors say, extreme conditions when you're sick. <laughs> So speaking of extreme conditions, um, they shoot Uncle Dave's head because he wants to be killed because mm-hmm. he's tired of being, um, you know, a head exorcist. in a box. Yeah, a head in a box. Yeah, it if seems you will. miserable. I mean, the people in Futurama seem to love it. So yeah, they're not possessed, though. Oh, that's a good point. But they have to be next to Nixon, so it's like a pro contact uh, thing. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> you might be next to the Beastie Boys, though. Oh, okay. After they do that, they're like, okay, well, this is what we got to do. We got to stop her. Again, I don't know why it took all that to get to this point, because I thought they were already trying to stop her anyway. Well, I think that Dave told them they can hack into the network somehow. That's right. He explains we used to flatline. Right. And the that's how we, that business. was the back door we used to use. We used to flatline our way into the network. <laughs> Yeah. I'm saying these words out loud. It makes you wonder, how did they kill any demons before, I don't know, like 1995? Like when there was no broadband, were they using modems? Oh yeah, dial-up. Yeah, okay, they, but pre-dial-up. The, the jacks on the back of their head were giant like handset. <laughs> <laughs> they put the handset on the back of their head oh. to be like... I feel like they created this plot by just putting random plot points from other like sci-fi cyberpunk movies on some dice and just rolling it and being like flatliners and it's a mad lib yeah it's a mad lib come to life i think i've said this about other this is a like wouldn't it be cool script right wouldn't it be cool if we did this oh what if we did this and it's like those can be really fun you guys the answer isn't always yes (laughs) the answer is a wizard did it. There you go. <laughs> uh, and this, yeah, well, in this movie, they said yes to everything. I don't think they cut anything out of their script. Um, we don't have to clean the cutting room floor because, baby, it's all in. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, oh, this is like uh, 90 minutes of gold. What do you mean cut it? Yes. And so they were like, oh, shit, we only have 90 minutes of footage. We can't cut anything. <laughs> so they go to. So at this point, they're in the van. Oh, no, no, no. They're. Yeah, they're in the van. Well, this is what's confusing because it acts like they just discovered flatlining, but the van, don't worry, comes prepared. Paddles. I ready think to f- the van was passed down from generation to generation. Uh, I think, think Luther, Luther. It was forgotten lore. I think Luther knew about it. It was like, we don't have to fucking flatline this shit, but I'm glad we have this flatline capability. And then they're like, what? We don't know about this. Uh, you think at no point they saw those two paddles and were like, what the fuck are these Look, for? The first rule of Necromancy Club is you don't ask anything about the van. <laughs> well, that's how come they keep forgetting all how they killed demons. No wonder they lost. <laughs> so, um, not Molly is like, I'm going in. And they're like, wait, not yet. And she's like, I'm doing it. Well, she, first, the plan was that Molly would do it and and then not Molly's like JK get out of the way bitch and yeah she's already in the van like yeah. hacking in and she's like too late I'm going in boom paddles her chest which yeah. I'm like I don't think you can do that I, I guess yeah. you could but man just, I don't know <laughs> it seems I, I've never paddled myself so also, well, you're someone, missing out <laughs> for someone who's broken a 3.5 jack inside of a device before a Walkman you want to be real careful falling with something jacked Truth. into your head. You break that in there, you're not getting that little plug out. So, yeah. <laughs> so so she's in, now she's in the system, and we see Molly, or not Molly's soul, just going through like a Rubik's Cube. We see a, a screen that has like the network lined out, and it's like a little like blip, like boop, 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 boop. And it's like, it's like running through the, the network channels, and they're like, we gotta get her out. It's too dangerous. Oh, wait, she's in. <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> it's like, give her a chance. It's like, well, now that she's dead, I mean, we may as well give her a shot. But she doesn't get past the firewall of of Monica. Yeah, Monica's like, catches it, sees it coming. She's like, you clever sons of bitches, but fortunately for you, I was prepared for flatliners. Mm -hmm. And she, bam, 
kills, uh, possesses, right. not Molly. So Molly gets kicked out of the system back into the van and she's full possessed. And then Molly's like, you got to use your necromancy powers to get her clean. And then, of course, Howard's like, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. And yeah. she's like, I can't do, do it. it. <laughs> she's like, do it. And he's like, OK, I'm on it. And he goes and he's sucking the blue light out and he's you know, getting the golden shower stream mm-hmm. into his face. And so much, so much. <laughs> boom, head explodes. And then Molly's like, you son of a bitch, what have you done? Ah! I understand her initial reaction, but this is totally her fault. This guy has been a necromancer for like a day and a half. Yeah, I wouldn't ask a fucking pre-med student to fucking do heart surgery right. on me. Uh, now, she probably didn't expect her sister's head to blow up. I heard Wait, were they sisters? Yes. Yeah, they were... Okay. They're both farmers' <laughs> kids. Okay. Jeez. I, I was so scared that everyone was related to everybody at this point. I was like, I don't want to assume anybody's related. So there's, two fa- there's three families going on right now. We got, two families. We got Faramir's family and... Uh, uh, Howard and, and Boromir's family right, and Rangi they're not related okay they're gotcha, just friends gotcha. but, but Molly not you, Molly you choose your family yeah. and they met so, at a chosen party. family they met right. at a necromancer key party years ago right. I, actually, I doubt they even chose each other because they were just partners yeah they just <laughs> worked together <laughs> <laughs> they might not even be friends they're co-workers <laughs> so oh God, um, could you imagine dying and then having to haunt one of your co-workers oh, that sounds like hell right there oh god unless it's a co-worker I you don't work like. with Mark I'm cool with it <laughs> <laughs> He can't get, yeah, he'd get a moment's have, rest. He was following Mark around constantly. Oh, God, I'll be so bored, but he's going to be miserable. <laughs> um, so anyway, Mark, we love you. Come back. At this point, Rangi's like, what happened here? You know, and there's blood all over the van. And I'm, when, when things explode in this movie, they sh- splatter everything. Mm-hmm. It is wall-to-wall carpeting of blood. Yeah, it I don't is, think there's that much blood in your head, but it doesn't matter. A whole goat in this head made the same amount of blood. <laughs> I'm trying to do the math in my head, and I'm like, why am I wasting any brain power on trying to do yeah. the goat-to-head blood math in my head? I'm, I'm going to do it for one goat has more blood than one human head. Listeners, if there's, there, the if, there's, if there's a there's a Fair, blood okay. expert An adult there, goat. get with us. I want to know. No brain matter also. Everything just goes insta-goo. Yeah, well, I think it just like vaporized. They breathed in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Fresh um, brain. I don't know how that's going to sound. God, that's got to smell weird. Br- br- vaporized brain? You don't put that in your diffuser? Uh, no, I usually go for a vaporized kidney. Ah, of course. You guys remember that movie Hannibal where he cooks, um, what's his face? Ray Liotta. Yeah, Ray Liotta's brain. Oh, right. And he eats it while. Yeah. yeah and he starts with that little, like, that little kid on the plane, too. Gross. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this is what happens when Mark's not around. This is the most <laughs> tangent filled podcast we've ever had. So at this point, Rangi's like, why don't we just 3D print it back? At, why do I keep doing I that? Know. He's like, why don't oh, we, we miss it? Why don't we just 3D print it? Uh, so, and they're like, Rangi, that's a good idea. And he's well, like, he's so proud of himself, too. Because first we find out somehow she ended up in a in the in a box in one of the. the yes. I don't know how she got in there, but she did. A wizard did it. Yeah. A wizard <laughs> put her in that box. So uh, 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 Molly and Howard are having their big they're you know, breakup on the floor. Yeah. They're all like, what the hell? Well, and then, she's totally right, though. She's like, look, I don't know who you are, but you showed up in our life. And now everyone I know died. To be fair, though, she thrust him into this role of not knowing what he's doing. I'm not going to let her off completely scot-free. And 
And she started this relationship by killing his friend. So good. Well, that kind of wasn't her fault either. That was Rangi's fault. But yes, <laughs> the, the point is, though, is like she's like, how dare you? It's like he has told you from go one that he does not know what the fuck True. he's doing. And you're insisting he be a fucking master. Huh. It's like, I'm sorry. I don't pick up the cello and fucking play like Yo-Yo Ma. You know, <laughs> like I'm going to fucking sound like a cat dying for yeah. a while. Also, for those keeping score, two friendly fire deaths, one death by demon. <laughs> Worst team ever. And um, that's when Rangi realizes that uh, non Molly is um, stuck in a he demon can, box. He can, like, sense it somehow. Or well, he's a wraith. I yeah. Mean, and so he's like, hey, she's in this box, and she's like, will you two stop being little bitches and 3D print me back to life? Yeah, just, like, just bring her back to life, bro. So they're like, you're a genius. And then at this point, there's a they explain what they're going to do and then do it. I was like, we literally saw how this works earlier. You yeah. don't need to explain it again. Well, they're like, what if you don't remember 45 minutes ago? <laughs> or, or maybe they're like, you know what? The people watching this movie are probably stoned off their mind. They have no short-term memory. We're going to need to help them through this. That's, that's very possible. They 3D print uh, non-Molly back into existence. Yeah, and she like emerges all covered in goo and very lizardy now. Yeah. She's got like like it looks like like lizard texture skin. Except for her face for some reason. Totally perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She looks like Proxima Midnight from Endgame, but um it's just kind of like, what the hell? Also, how did they not do like a again, this is gonna sound I don't want that like I don't want like Bush or, you know, like full tittage, but like, how do you not do a slow pan up the body with like the goo? Because they show like, they show gooey feet and then fucking like Tarantino goes nuts and then they just cut up to her face and she's like, surprise, I'm back. We don't male gaze anymore, dude. You know what, though? Monica Bellucci would have let us. That's her whole fucking end goal. Um, so anyway, she's back. Now, this was weird, though, because they they re-3D print her. She gives her a hug. She's like corporal. She's like mm-hmm. physical being at this point. Yeah, she's not a ghost. She's yes. like plastic, I guess. Yeah, she's like a, a host shell that's she's been goo. 3D printed. Yeah, yeah <laughs> she's reconstituted goo. Yeah. Now, this was weird, though, because like... Later, like they're like, well, how do we track this down? She cuts off a tip of her toe or finger. Finger, yeah. Okay, and it, she looks like a Jello mold. Like yeah. she is just like ballistics gel. I think that's what she is. She's like a firm gel. So because uh, she can very easy, she's very cuttable, but also can take she bullets. She slices through herself like butter. Yeah. What do you think happens if you slap her? Does she just go like? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I hope so. Okay, okay. <laughs> totally bad, bad thing to say on the podcast. I'm going to say it. I totally saw that, and I was like, well, that's like a really firm gel. I was like, I bet her ass is fantastic. Like oh. perfect, perfect ass constitution. If you get 3D printed in this goo, yeah, there's a lot of downsides. You're very flammable. Uh, <laughs> that is true. I didn't even think about that. Uh, well, cause the end. That's I a, know. I know. Yeah, so you're very, very flammable. So uh, big, big con. I mean, you might have a great ass, but also you can't smoke anymore. No, or even be near fire in any way, which that's might true. be tough. Can't go camping. Someone hands you a sparkler, you just start crying. Oh, Fourth of July is like your nightmare day. <laughs> no like, wishes for your birthday. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Uh, can you even eat? Does she have any digestive tract? A wizard had nothing to do with this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't blame the wizards for... Uh, so because she was in the system for 12 seconds, she now knows everything about it. Yeah, she's absorbed all data. So she's like, okay, I know like their codes, the building layout, exactly what to do. So uh, here's Bro, the plan. I can get you in. Yeah. And so she's like, here's what we're going to do. And this time, they don't tell us exactly what's going to happen. It just cuts to a van driving uh, into a parking garage. 55 minutes into the movie, they finally go like, you know what we shouldn't do? Repeat everything we're going to (laughs) do. Hey, guys, I have a crazy idea. (laughs) 
What if we just showed them? <laughs> let's show and not tell. What if we just do both? I like that too. <laughs> That's bananas, but let's try it. Uh, so, so the infiltration <laughs> scene is now happening. Um, Howard and Molly are in their badass fucking necro suits. Again, these suits are so sick. They've got like really cool like LED wiring across the chest. They got the glowy green reanimator goo in the the. Mm. Oh, I wonder if that's a reference to reanimator. Oh, maybe. Um, in the like the fists, they've got like really cool belt buckles that look like like talking devices. Bro, if you like those suits, wait till you see Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a Power Ranger suit. I just didn't fact, know. Their belt buckles also called droids. <laughs> oh God. I hope it calls three C three PO. Um, <laughs> I can get pterodactyl. This isn't the droid I'm looking for. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Like T Rexes that can combine Ooh. into a, a. I love a good T Rex that can combine. Yeah, well, into something a, a bunch else. of animals combine uh, into uh, a super droid at the end of every episode that uses the same footage. <laughs> I, I do remember that. I do remember that. Um, anyway, fucking Power Rangers. Um, so How they're great. gonna they're infiltrating the the thing, and this is great because Molly non Molly is like I'll go down because I'm ballistics jelly. They they can't hurt me. Yeah, she's fucking wrecking them. She throws a pinky bomb. She cuts off another piece of her finger, throws it in with like a little detonator, and it explodes like seven dudes on a wall. The splatter budget in this movie, fantastic. Yeah, that's true. We didn't account for that in the budget. So shaggy, ghost effects, splatter. Splatter. Yeah. Because uh, everything splatters like at 9.95. There's nothing that's like below a six. That's right. I assume all the actors just volunteered because there's no money left for salary. Uh, uh, that's fair. Yeah. They got paid an exposure. Yeah, that's true. Everyone got a free Shaggy CD. They got a free Shaggy CD and a water shower from the host. That's it. A the water, water shower. <laughs> I realized when I said it, I was are like, you what just the having, fuck that Are you just making sure you differentiate from a golden shower? Yes, we've referenced it enough. That's real. Um, so Molly, like, you know, non-Molly, blows up a bunch of dudes, and she's going through. But then uh, Lurch comes out with a gun and gets the drop on non-Molly and blows her stomach open yeah. like with the ballistic jelly. It was jelly. just poor tactical planning from non-Molly, right? She'd gotten too cocky. She had killed everybody and then opened the door and then just stood right in front of it. Everyone knows you open the door from the side when you don't know what's yeah, behind it. Exactly. Uh, to avoid that exact situation. I'll be honest. When I open the shower after showering, I stand a little bit out of the way of the opening yeah, just in case there's something door. waiting there. Yeah, you never know. Someone might just be ready to shoot you in the stomach. God. <laughs> Jesus. What a way to live. <laughs> John. <laughs> Gotta be prepared. You don't watch all these horror movies and not develop some neurosis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, non-Molly's dead. This is no, great. Because we know that she's not dead because they drag her by the hair and oh, later right. she's still kicking and screaming. She's completely incapacitated. Yeah. But um, Lurch goes up, rubs his hand through the open stomach wound, and then licks the blood off of it. I was like, that's pretty fucking, like, rowdy. Some lurch that's behavior. A, that's a power play right there. You'd be like, oh, hey, you're dying? You taste good. You're like, whoa, that's fucking sick. Um, I respected that. Okay. Okay. Then he grabs her by the hair, drags her off. So now he's got his own real doll. Demon real doll. Sorry, let me differentiate. <laughs> and um, just 3D print a new one, you know? And, yeah, I mean, this. everyone in this movie's effectively immortal now that we know you can just 3D print people. One of my notes, and later on, they, they, re, they resurrect two more characters in this movie. Later on, my notes is like, if no one can die, what the fuck do we care? Yeah. Like, All stakes are gone. Yeah. Everyone just comes back nonstop. Um, so Molly and Howard. They get captured by Monica, who is, uh, then she starts monologuing, and they're like, oh, oh your plan is all totally wrong, because we this is killed your 
friend. underground. Right. They're finally they're in like her her main fortress here, and her little pentagram progress bar has finally filled up, and she's like, you know, I will be beautiful forever now. Uh, and then not Molly was like. I was just totally playing. I'm totally fine. And jumps on her, and they start having a physical uh, altercation. altercation. Yeah. <laughs> a fight, if you will. If you will. <laughs> I will not, <laughs> sir. And then I don't remember what happens. Let me look at my notes. It all just becomes a high-speed blur. They they manage to kill... They kill Lurch. They Lurch kill Lurch. Out. And then doesn't Molly get trapped in a, a, spa- a, a demon cube? I completely lost what happened here, and I cannot make sense of my own notes. Yeah, I wrote, getting some real Trinity vibes here. Why would she trust him? The last time he tried this, he blew her sister's head up. Oh, right, because he has to, because Monica, in the end, becomes Molly. That's right. Yes. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens, because uh, Molly and Finnegan are fighting, and then Finnegan's about to win, but Rangi shows up and helps uh, 3D non-Molly. Yeah. Uh, so non Molly like gets saved by Rangi, which I was like, if these two hook up, I was like, that's going to be the weirdest fucking like relationship possible. But you know what? If two people could see past each other's weirdness, I think it would be a wraith uh, 3D, and a 3D printed a, person. A 3D printed necromancer? Yeah. I thought you were just going to say a wraith and a 3D printer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> match made in heaven. So Monica gets caught in one of their little cubes, their, uh, yeah. their little Ghostbuster cubes. And, uh, and it's like all sparky and fiery. And it's like, Oh, she's real pissed in there. Yeah, my very unhelpful note says he finally outmagics the mom demon and blasts her into an incinerator, but then she pops right back out and jogs real weird. <laughs> Let's just cut back to the uh, the 3D uh, the 3D underground. Let's go back to the Fight Club. Uh, yeah, place I mean, this movie's they, like so close to being done. <laughs> because at this point, they're like, okay, well, non Molly, you're alive, but you find out that that's actually Finnegan inside of her, right? No, Finnegan is in the box. So they do get the the demon mom. Yeah, because they kill the demon mom. They kill her. But she gets stuck in a box. Right. And then for some reason, she has to go inside of Molly. And Molly's like, look, I'm going to absorb your mom. Uh, then you have to like oh, exercise so kill me. her. Yeah. Right. So like she's she's a she's a corporeal demon right now. We have to physical her. We have to let's let's get physical. And um, then you can kill her until we do that, which arguably you just did. But like until we do that, she can come back again. So, yes, they're going to they're going to put the demon mom inside Molly so then they can exercise her out and then kill her in physical form. Yeah. One thing Jesus, I did enjoy. I did enjoy here. Um and I think I I think I interpreted this correctly, but not Molly is like convalescing from all of her wounds and like stapling her own head back on. Yes, which yeah. that was pretty. Was great. very enjoyable for me. There's so many good moments in this movie that like make it really enjoyable. Like again, it's not the best film, Mm-mm. but it's enjoyable. Yeah, it's surprisingly fun. This part is rad. Um, they they don't actually put demon mom into Molly, right? They use a 3D printer to bring her out. So in the demon tower, demon mom goes into Molly and uh, because she's like got loose, right? When they went to capture her, she's like in all the wires. She goes into Molly. Uh, Henry, Howard, uh, whatever, force pushes her into the demon box. They get the demon box to their bat cave. They put the demon box in their 3D printer and print up like Satan, the, and this demon effect, this is the mom's oh, true yes. demon form. The thing is, I knew they got back to the bat cave, and I was like, <laughs> when the fuck does that happen? At this point, they're like, okay, we're going to 3D print her, and that's when we can kill her legitimately. And once we do that, we're done with this nightmare. 
So they 3D print one of the coolest looking demons I've seen in a movie in a long time. It like, reminded me of the demon from that New Zealand one with the heavy metal. Oh, um, fucking Deathgasm. Yeah, it reminded me of that demon. Yeah, it also reminded me of the demon from uh, anything from Jackson. We don't, oh, yeah. we don't get to see that demon a lot, but it had the same like, imp- like this demon actually feels impendingly scary. It's like, pretty good. Most demon. of the time you see a monster and you're like, oh, giant demon monster. Like this one, you're like, this could fuck some shit up. It was like a hardcore version of Tim Curry from Legend. <laughs> like a sleek down, almost kind of like, like techno version. Yeah. Oh. A, a necrotronic version, if you will. So yes, it does have a very traditional Tim Curry legend feel. It's got a real traditional demon silhouette, but a lot of added spice. Yes, it's really cool. Like visually, like whoever did the design work on this thing, mwah, chef's kiss. You, I liked how far apart it. its eyes were. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Oh man. You're like, when we put Michael Shannon's eyes on Adam Scott, we're going to put them far apart. Um, <laughs> and he's going to be able to shoot blood out of them like a horny toad. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most uh, important parts. This is this is the superpower she wants. We've gone over this, I think, on the podcast before. Um, so they they raise this demon and now they're going to fuck it up, except the demon's actually pretty powerful and awesome. Who would have thought that would have been the case? Yeah, I don't understand why they don't have more security around their 3D printer. If they know a demon's coming up every time, they're basically hoping like the two water cannons that they have on each side is going to do the job. You could put like a cage or a force field or something. One could also argue um, the moment the thing like materializes, shoot. Yeah, I don't know why they wait for it to come all the Charge way up. Charge up as it's rising <laughs> yeah. up out of the goo and then be like, and we're clear. In fact, Bam. why even let it rise up at all? Just put the gun on the top and shoot down in the hole. Well, see, I thought about that and I thought, well, maybe. That might inflame if- the goo. And, oh, well, number, right, yes. the goo's flammable. It okay. would inflame the goo. Good point. And you are covered in goo when you first come out. So, yeah. okay, you don't want to blow yourself up. Although at this point, they're just as incompetent. Or, hear me out, put the 3D printer in a different room, and then you shoot uh, electronically. Or as they're coming out of the goo, spray it down with a hose so the goo is off. Yeah. I mean, there's so many much more tactically sound uh, opinions, but you know what? These guys aren't... Uh, Look, sister's doing it for themselves, They're okay? not necromancers because they're very good at their job. If this movie has told us anything, it is that these people seem to beat demons basically by luck. <laughs> That's true. And uh, bad network connections. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting no signal. I can't fight them. So the, the demon comes out. They end up blowing it up. Oh, my God, we did it. And then we cut to in the van. And they're going to fight another demon. Yeah, it's like a two, like a one third of the way credit scene. <laughs> yeah, it's so like the movie ends like Rang- Oh no, Rangi walks in and goes, "What did I miss?" After they blow up the giant demon. Oh, that Rangi. Oh, Rangi. <laughs> and then they cut the credits. And then yeah, about a third of the way to the credits, we get a scene where a dude's looking for his car in a parking garage. His wife or girlfriend or whoever clicks yeah. on the app, becomes a demon. Demon walks like all contorted at him is about to kill him. But then our necromancers jump out of the van. Ha-ha. I think she does kill him. Poor dude. Cause he doesn't. So? Cause yeah, she like picks him up and slams his head and then he doesn't move again after that. He's faking it. Oh, okay. He's playing. Dead. He's like the worst actor in the whole movie. His like <laughs> significant other collapses. He's like, babe, 
babe. Uh, I think these were friends of the <laughs> the cast and crew. I was like, dude, I think you should show a little more panic or maybe, you know, maybe call he, was an ambulance. For, he was looking for a way out of this relationship. He found it. I all guess. Right? He's, he's like, got he's got to go through the motions though. He's uh, like, "Oh my god, she's dead, yeah. I think." Well, well, who could have thought? All right. It's like, what's this like an infomercial? What am I watching here? <laughs> There's got to be a better way. <laughs> yeah. Though uh, the crab walk lady, <laughs> assuming she was like a real contortionist, was oh, yeah. she did really well. Yeah, that I think impressive. that was a real contortionist because she's walking pretty cool. Yeah. And she jumps on top of him and grabs him upside down and slams him. Um, and then our necromancers get out and shoot her and then explode the, the lady. Yeah. Boom. Another explosion. Just, you know, we had the explosion. We had to put it in the movie. They like, yeah, they had one explosion left. What are you going to give the money back? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they cut to Miami where a guy puts on sunglasses and he goes, yay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and like in the van. So I think it's like Molly and, and Henry who killed the demon in the van. There's not Molly and, and Rangi. They're just like so bored. They're like, damn, y'all are already over killing demons. <laughs> yeah. The, I don't think any of them want to be there. No, they all looked so like, I wonder if they were like, oh, we got to call everyone back. We do not have enough runtime. <laughs> the the only people who were straight up enjoying what they were doing was Monica Bellucci's character. Yeah, she she seemed to be having having some fun. She was a real ray of sunshine. None of these other actors made a real big impression on me. No. Rangy a little bit, but like Molly and not Molly. There's a reason we've been calling them Molly and not Molly. Neither of them have any personality, they're pretty much indistinguishable from mm-hmm. one another. Except and that's the character's fault, though. Let's let's be honest. I don't think that's necessarily the actors. I, yes, you're right. I, I think, think it's, they, it's more some of the, some of the energy levels definitely yeah. are on the actors. But I think the script itself didn't lend a lot of these characters. Hey. I thought Howard did a great job. I thought he was very personable. And when he when he interacted, he seemed to have like he was kind of a good regular dude in over his head. Yeah. They're competent, but yeah, I mean, I couldn't remember any of their names. So that's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. I think even now we're still calling some of them by the wrong name. So Faramir was pretty good, but he was only in the movie for like five minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. all they could afford. <laughs> classic, classic Faramir. Um, okay, we could have Faramir for more, or we could blow something up, and I know what they would pick. <laughs> like, y'all, we know what kind of movie this is. Yeah. <gasps> but that being said, this is this is a very enjoyable movie. It's it's really fun. I would not recommend it as like, it's way more action-y than it is horror, but there's a lot of horror elements in it. And this is not like your, I would say it's a, a horror comedy. A yeah, horror comedy action movie? Yeah, I would probably like, call it like action horror or actually, yeah. you know what? I'd probably call it more of just a straight up action movie. Yeah, it's like, like a paranormal barely. action movie. Think Ghostbusters. Yeah, maybe even less horror than Ghostbusters. I don't think well, no, there's a lot more blood and gore in this movie than Ghostbusters. Yeah, but, but Ghostbusters scares. is scarier. Yeah. You think so? Yes. Yeah. Huh. At least, like, uh, Ghostbuster has that, like, li- uh, the library scene, which is like a straight up old school jump scare this is not a single one. There's no horror element. Well, there's horror elements, but there's no horror. Yeah, Ghostbusters has one good, solid, really creepy scene in the library. Oh, I was about to say where the ghost gives the blowjob to Dan Aykroyd. While he's dressed as Napoleon for some reason. Classic. Classic. Um, very creepy. <laughs> I'm creeped out, but yeah, I think Ghostbusters has one truly creepy scene. This movie has no truly creepy scene. Okay, scenes. hear me out. Thelma and Louise style movie, but... Sigourney Weaver from Ghostbusters mm-hmm, as the gatekeeper mm-hmm. and Monica Bellucci from this movie as the demon network lady looking for the key master, the crypto key master. Oh, Jesus. fuck. Yes. We cracked it. Hollywood. Get at us. <laughs> Australia. Get at us everywhere. Get the fuck at us. Anyway, 
Necrotronic 2018. I would recommend it as a fun, like, if you're looking for a fun kind of action horror movie, go for it. I would recommend watching this movie with friends and a few beers. That's that's great. That I would actually uh, totally agree with that. Yeah, if you like, you know, like Sharknado type movies, you'll like this one. This one feels a lot more grounded than Sharknado, but yes, it's definitely in that vein. Yeah, for I sure. mean, it definitely had a higher budget than Sharknado, but it's the same premise of just what if the most batshit thing happened one scene after another. Yeah, and shout out to Shutter for for grabbing these things and putting them on their channel. Uh, I know I was a super late adopter to shout, Shutter, but um, that's don't how shout them out too much because they also kicked it off their channel. So, well, I, you know that happens with any streaming service. Maybe they put it in the vault. Maybe it'll be coming back later, like oh, Netflix. Does. I don't want to hear about vaults. <laughs> Is this the eighties? Fucking, We're, we live in the instant now. Okay, I if you know. put shit in the vault, you just get forgotten about. Well, look, all I know is shout out to Shutter for for introducing me to this one. I enjoy this quite a bit. <laughs> And, um, you know, shout out to Shudder for other things, too. Yeah, Shudder's fine. You shout know out to Shudder is a hard thing to say really fast. Shout out to Shudder, yeah. Shout out to Shudder. Not fun. I'm not getting in on this. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, this movie, by the way, at the time of recording, uh, is available for free on YouTube. Someone just uploaded the whole shit on there, and oh, nobody cares. No, oh, nice. Yeah. Well, it's also available on iTunes for 12 bucks for purchase. You can yeah, rent it. I rented it. On uh, everything else, but... Um, yeah, it's it's a fun watch. But again, if you're looking for like more traditional horror or anything scary or anything like that, this is not the one. Mm-mm. Yeah. If you want a plot that makes sense, well-developed <laughs> characters, uh, understandable motivations, look elsewhere. Mm. Oh, but, but if you like a lot of exposition, a la Garrett. I do love a lot of exposition. And honestly, okay, I didn't mind the exposition. I had a problem when they did the same exact thing they just talked about. I was like, you just gave me everything I wanted in a perfect little sandwich of exposition and words. Like, why do we need to do this? They could have been like expositing about more stuff instead of repeating. I would have been better if they just told me what they were doing as they did it. Like, like we're going to go inside the building now as they're opening the door. Like, I would have been okay with that. If Howard was a little more of a clear audience stand in where he's like, what are you guys doing now? (laughs) (laughs) So explain to me what this contraption does. It's a real. That would be awesome. What's the plan again? (laughs) I would. You know, that show how it gets made. Mm -hmm. They just basically like it's just and then they take the cylinder. I love that. And bend it. And it goes on to the chalice. And then it does this. And then you have a chair. I would love if that was what they just cut to anytime they talked about the the ray gun or the network. It was like, <laughs> then the cords are connected at three points. I was like, yes, I'd love that. The thing about how it gets made there, like, is it answers questions I didn't even know I had. Like, I do want to know how a canoe gets made. Thanks. That's the thing <laughs> is that, like, gumballs, you're like, who the fuck? Tell me more. Yeah. I, uh-huh. I, I, and the thing is, you finish it and you're like, I want to I see more. Yeah. Like, oh, man. What about much- a bigger gumball? Oh, my, my question is always like, Okay, but how do they make the machines that make oh, these? That's real. Let's get deeper here. Whoa, do not get crazy, okay? Yeah. Well, it just helps me realize, like, if I went back in the past, I would not be able to make a single thing. Everything is way harder than I thought. Cue Zach Delarocha from Rage. Be like, fuck the machine. Or fuck the, fuck the caddies. I want the machines that are making them. Mm-hmm. There you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> there, so Discovery Channel, get at us. We got a whole new show idea. Get it Rage Against the Machine. Get it us. Yeah. We got questions. We got a soundtrack. You got answers. Synergy. <laughs> how did it? How? Uh, how did it get made? How did it get made? How does right? it continue to get made? Oh yeah, I want to know how they film one of these episodes. Oh shit! A behind the scenes of the behind the scenes of the thing that we didn't know we wanted to know about. Yeah. Okay, this is probably all getting edited out, but I love this. We're getting deep here. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
the Great Talk Podcast. You guys know us. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Alex, for showing up as a guest again. Thanks for having me back. Apologies to any Australian listeners for the accents. I apologize for nothing. Oi, mister, I hope you're having a good day down under. Not what Australians oh. sound like. $900 dollary news. <laughs> I'm sure they love that one. Oh, we have, oh. we missed out on all of the crocodile done. I mean, they should be very proud of us. We didn't, you know, that's not Look, a knife. The shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. at this point, <laughs> exactly. okay? Exactly. Um. <laughs> no one said, that's Australian for demon. Oh. Yeah. I mean, there's so many jokes we could have made. You're welcome. Okay? We shouldn't be apologizing. They should be thanking us. <laughs> well, <laughs> send your thanks to thegravetalk.com, um, where we have all of our new episodes. We're actually doing a little bit of a, a visual revamp on it. Uh, we've been teasing about that for a little while, but we're actually uh, making some progress, making it easier to find things on the front page. You know, so you don't have to click around as much, putting some of our videos up. I know Mark is working on his... Uh, the Xbox The Thing video game. We're going to be doing some commentary over that very soon. Uh, John, I think you have a, um, a short, a quickie coming out soon. Yes, one day. Uh, Grave okay. Talk Soon. About talk soon, uh, the, the story behind the exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, awesome. I'm yeah. actually excited to hear that. So It's pretty interesting. Whenever it's ready, hit us up. Uh, listeners, again, always, thank you so much. Keep sending us your ideas for movies that you want us to do. If you have anything you, you want us to, to talk about, um, we've been talking about doing some, some more shorts and stuff like that, some little audio quickies and stuff. And so if you've got anything you want to hear, um, cool, hit us up. If you want to hear me talk about um, the Saw franchise, cool. Let us know that you want that. If not, I understand. It's the Saw franchise. Only if you do it in your Australian accent the whole time. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> um, oh, I so- missed it. You want to play a game? Oh, that'd be oh, so much. play a game. <laughs> that'd be so much more and less scary at the same time. <laughs> um, but anyway, as always, I know I've said it like five times now, but I'll say it again. Thank you so much for listening. We wouldn't do it without you guys. We hope you're enjoying what we're doing. Uh, if you have the time, hit us with a like and a subscribe. Uh, we're on uh, iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. You know, all that stuff helps us especially the uh, the ratings and the reviews on like iTunes and things that gets us in the algorithm, gets us more listeners. So, you know, that'll help us get closer to John getting that sweet sponsorship from Foster's. So uh, let's go. So next episode we're doing, um, I believe it is Halloween Kills. We're going to go see the theater and we will do an episode right afterwards and let you guys know what we think. I, I pretty much know what I think. I hope it's awesome, but uh, we'll find out for sure. It's not. It's <laughs> you shut your mouth. I'm just John. being contrary and I have no idea. Mark, cue the music. Do 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 do